everybody and welcome to episode number 54 of In My Mug on Monday the 23rd of November 2009. Guess what? My name's still Steve Layton. Still in my mug. But I'm in a different location again. Um, pretty much the reason why I'm at home today is while in Brazil I got bitten uh, on my ankle by a wee beastie. Um, which seemed fine at the time. But then it got worse, ankle swollen up, uh, came back to intravenous antibiotics, which thankfully I had removed yesterday, so I did have a vent flying up until yesterday, and I'm still not feeling 100%, so um, didn't really want to go to the cold of the roaster. Come on, Kitty. Kitty wants to say hello to everybody on camera. Hey, oh, Kitty looks. Wave to the people. Hello. Sorry, in my mug's going to be crazy today. So, I uh, decided that I needed to do it uh, from home rather than going to work. I hope you don't mind and you're very welcome into my home. So, um, comments. I know we didn't do any comments last week, so I'm very keen to do quite a few this week. Um, sorry about the lateness of the last one going up. Again, because of the ankle, didn't have the, the, the amount of time I would have liked to get it edited and up, but um, feedback so far that people really seem to enjoy the location, so that was good. Um, Roland Gifford said, looking forward to the coffee tomorrow, sounds interesting. Uh, interested to see that you use the AeroPress as a French press rather than an espresso as the instructions tell you to. Um, please do something on dosing and brewing methods that you keep threatening to do. And Roland, I'm so going to do those. That is coming up in the very near future, I promise you. I'm very keen to do those. Um, Jay Fisher said, stunning location, one question. How do you get your missus to let you out so much? Well, this kitchen that we're standing in here is the fruits of one of my trips that I ended up bribing a week to let me go. Now, Sarah's very good, and when I do go away, she has to run not only the home, but the business as well, and look after our son and all of those things, so she does an amazing job while I'm away. Um, Mark Pierce said, I've not actually had any of this week's coffee yet, as I've been drinking the last two weeks and catching up. Um, so, he's quite happy that the In My Mug was delayed. Uh, so the Sylvia is heating up right now for him to try it. So I hope that went well for you, Mark. Love to see a comment just on how it went. Um, Perky Peacock said, uh, wasn't a big fan of last week's coffee. Um, what was that one? Why did we do that week before I went away? I can't remember now. Crikey, so long ago. But basically loved this week's, not particularly because it was uh, her bag, but uh, because uh, got all of the flavours through, and especially the rich orangey flavour, which that Kenyan is full of those oranges. Um, uh, makes you feel good, as if you can get an, when you get an answer right on University Challenge. So I thought that was lovely, so thank you for sharing with that. Hope you're enjoying the Crush It book that you were you won as well on the comments last time. Um, Chris R said, uh, nice to see the AeroPress in action, not been using mine much recently, so I might have to revisit. And you should, I love the AeroPress. And went on to ask what the inverted method was. Well, I promise you guys I am going to do this video with all of these things in. Um, Kenya's been a treat in the comic, Chemex as well as Espresso. Uh, I think the wine and orange description suits very well, so that's great. I'm pleased you enjoyed that. Hope you're coming back to a rainy, windy, blighty, which isn't, uh, hope it isn't too much of a shock to the system. Trust me, it has been. <laughs> Shane Connor said, quick comment on the location, amazing. If you're going to see the world collecting coffees, you must do an In My Mug there. And I will try and do one from every time I travel. Um, great show, 100% hooked. God bless you, Shane. You've been writing me some lovely emails as well, so thank you, Shane. I um, really do love that kind of feedback. You've been an absolute superstar. Uh, Oscar said, awesome setting, nice laid back, casual episode. Love the intro graphics. I love those intro graphics too. 
Last one, I promise, but I wanted to get all these in. Um, enjoyed this, uh, an AeroPress was really interesting, and to taste the red wine, which came through clearly, another great coffee. That was from Paul S. And he asked, hey, did Perky asked Perky Peacock, when did you last get a question right on University Challenge, you show off. Um, right, back to the comments winner. I said that I would do a comments winner for another one of the, in my, the uh, Crush It books from Gary Vaynerchuk from a few weeks back. So uh, this week's winner was Jay Fisher, uh, just randomly selected a number from that random generator. And it's time to announce the winner of the Presso. The Presso that we did while I was at the Rotunda in Birmingham. Um, the winner of that one was Chris, Chris Rushbrook. Congratulations, that will be coming to you next week. Can he do it? Get in. Direct it, and now the cat plays with the paper. So, coffee we're going to talk about today is a little bit unusual for us. Uh, it's not a single estate. It's the first time in a long time we've done a blend. Every three, four months, it's about time that we need to review the premium espresso blend because Cats been playing with paper, sorry. This is crazy doing it at home, but... Um, yeah, we need to change it because components change, the coffees change, uh, and I felt it was time to review the premium espresso. Started doing this before I went away, and it kind of inspired me to do uh, an article, which I'm going to pop a link up below. The article is basically how I create an espresso blend. It's quite a long article, so... If you kind of wait until you've got a bit of time to go and have a look at it, but um, I'm really quite proud of it as a piece of work. Um, and I used this premium espresso that we're going to taste today as the case study for how I kind of came to my final decision for the components. So the blend is 40% Bolivian Matcha Camarca, 40% Nicaraguan Limoncillo, 20% Guatemalan El Bosque. So three coffees that we all know very well. Um, kind of big favourites of mine um, and we're going to be tasting them in the espresso in a minute. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to whack you on pause, um, we're going to basically get in a position where I'm ready to prepare everything and I will be with you in just a moment. Okay so I'm back, um, one thing I did forget to talk about is the cups I'm going to use, so basically the, for the cappuccino I'm going to use a Probat cup, I can't remember whether I've used this one or not but if I have I do apologise but this is one I stole when I went to Probat. Honestly, they gave it me. But then this one is um, a little Delacorte Demitasse that I got when I went to Long Beach um, in 2000 and something, uh, when the SCAA show was there. I think it was 2007. So uh, this is one that they very kindly gave me when I went on the stall. And they weren't giving them out to everybody, but I think I begged and pleaded and asked them very nicely. So just before I go into the uh, making the coffee, I do want to talk a little bit more about the blend. So basically it's got 40% matcha kamaka. Machicamarca is uh, from Bolivia, it's from the youngest region, grown by Mario Andrade, who, um, this coffee has become probably my top two, top three all-time favourite coffee. Absolutely adore it in the, uh, in the cup. I think it's a great filter coffee, I think it's an awesome espresso, and it makes the most delicious cappuccino, um, and was an instant choice that I really wanted to include in this blend. Um, this coffee we have world exclusive on, we buy all the coffee from there, and we've also got the current crop on its way to us, so there should be a, a crossover of new crop, old crop, just in time, just kind of perfectly lined up. So very pleased about that one. Um, the 40%, other 40% is from Nicaragua Limoncillo, um, which is a coffee that we have a UK exclusive on. So this is from um, the Matagalpa region of uh, Nicaragua. 
grown by the Maresh family, uh, of who Erwin, who I know really well, he's a great friend of mine. Uh, actually met Erwin while I was in Brazil, as he was the head judge for the Cup of Excellence in Brazil. Erwin uh, is uh, an amazing guy, and if you haven't watched the video, go pop a link up below. This will show you the video that we did with Erwin when I was in Guatemala uh, earlier on in the year and did um, a little video talking about how his family got into coffee, his background and stuff like that. One of my favourite videos and one of the most underwatched ones that people should watch. So go back and have a look at that. Um, and the 20% is from the Flores Brothers in Guatemala, another world exclusive that we have. We are the only people that have the 100% Bourbon from this farm, um, so we buy a, a good quantity from them, and it's a coffee that I'm very passionate about and very excited about, and has a great history in espresso. So three very solid, very good performing coffees. So I'm gonna show you a picture of the roast here. And you'll see from this that it's what I call a medium dark roast. Some people may say it's a little bit lighter than that, but for me, this is the perfect espresso roast. Um, when you take it here, you get all of the beautiful flavours that the espresso can, can bring through, but you don't get any of that grassiness of, of, of an under-roasted coffee. Um, and for these coffees, they need treating very gently because they are beautiful coffees. You don't want to taste any of my personality in the cup as a roaster. What you want to taste is the personality of the growers. Um, and that's what we're trying to achieve with this roast. So, no bowl today, snozzer in the, in the demi-tasse, so. Okay, so from the aromas, I'm not getting anything really distinctive. Now that's not unusual, because it's a blend, there's a lot of aromas going on there. It is very aromatic, it does smell good, but there's a lot of different things going, in on, it, going on in there, so a little bit disappointed on the aroma, but I know that when we do it in here, it's gonna be phenomenal, so. Um, so let's just give that a clear out. I'm going to give this a quick flush. Um, something's got what's beeping. Don't you dare beep and go off on me. Right, um, there we go. Um, so, yeah, what I'm doing. Sorry, that's the flippy cam and I don't want it to go off. So I'm flushing because this is a Spazio RDS1, uh, Mark, Mark 2. So it has the temperature controls on it. Um, but they do tend to get a little hot if they sit. Um, and this is the problem with all little spazialis, as much as I adore them, they can get a little warm, but they are fantastic quality machines. Um, my favourite pound for pound uh, value wise. So uh, just give that a little bit of a flush. I'm going to weigh the portafilter. So, so, so that's teared off now. Um, I've got the coffee set up here and I've got it for around about a 16 to 17 gram dose. Now, 16 to 17 grams uh, is quite a big dose, but that's my preference. It will work well if you put it a little bit short, say you're looking at about 12, 13. This is a double, by the way, and it will take a little bit more. So, I'm just going to whack that on there, and then I'm just going to swap to the flippy cam here, and there we go. And you will see there. 17 grams, so I'm not a million miles away from where I wanted to be. So just whack that down there and pour it a second. I will be going back to the flippy cam for the, the pour. So now, um, my technique is I don't like to touch the coffee. Now, if I get away it, I won't. Now that's changed, there used to be a time where I'd be doing all this stuff, and but I actually don't like to. So I'm not touching the coffee, I've knocked it all down. With the Mazza, it doesn't distribute the most evenly, but that worked out quite well for us there. So. Nice, even, strong push. I'm going to tap the side just to loosen anything up on there and another press down. 
Okay, now this is the point where I will touch. Just in case there's any coffee on the top, I'll give it a quick wipe off. Um, you don't have to, I find it gives me a better seal uh, and I'm happier with it. So, two cups underneath there. What I'm gonna do is just set that to go. Now I've got the temperature set at 94. I've pulled this coffee at 91, 92 and I've pulled it at 96 because I know that this coffee is going to be used on a multitude of machines. It's not just going to be used on a great machine like this. It may be used on a Gagia Classic or a, it may be used on a Senexo. So, you know, it could, it's going to be used in a lot of places. I want it to be tasty wherever you use it. Um, and that was one of the major considerations when I did this blend. And if you go and read that article, it will talk about the brief that I had to, to, to create this blend. And um, yeah, hopefully you'll see from that that uh, that makes sense. So that's pulled lovely. I'm just going to very quickly before I just show you the crema on these. Um, looks very very pretty. And yeah, pop that that down. I'm back. So time to okay. So just put a little bit of air into it. Not too much. I'm feeling the jug. And I can feel that that's kind of warm enough now, I've got enough air in there, and we're there. So, quick clean of the steam wand, click purge. I know somebody will be very proud of me for doing that. There was a time where I was terrible at cleaning my steam wand, but I'm trying to get a lot better at that. So, I like to use two jugs, you don't have to, it just for me collapses a lot of those big bubbles straight off. And now I'm just tapping. Oh, we won't be showing any latte art of that one as he throws it all over the floor. Um, mm, pouring technique. I've been a, I haven't had espresso for such a long time that it's kind of like I've, I've got out of my pouring technique. I was getting really good at it and now I've got really rubbish again. So what I'm going to do first of all is I'm going to try the espresso. So pull this fairly tight. I don't like long espressos. But I have tried it longer, and again, it forgives the longer pour, it forgives the shorter pour. And this is an incredibly important part of the brief. Kitty! Psst. Yeah, he's not happy. He wants to keep coming and playing on camera. So I'm going to dive in. So smell the, um, the espresso first. Mm. So now the aromas are getting a little bit more defined. I'm getting a sweetness from it very, very much. Um, it smells really nice. Um, yeah, and a little bit of fruit as well, but I don't know what fruit, I can't really name it, so let, let's dive in now. Okay, so the first bit that hits you is this big sweetness, and I can taste the matcha Kamaka a mile off in that blend. It's really big, it's smooth, it's given a lovely body. A little bit of licorice on the back end, um, which I'm liking a lot. And then, kind of develops into this just kind of really mellow, smooth, lovely long taste, so... Get a little bit of that limoncillo apple coming through as well, which I really, really like. It's like a big green juicy apple that you bite into and it's like full of juice. Um, that's what that gives you in your mouth. It kind of explodes in the mouth and fills it full of that juiciness. But again, the big part in there is, is very much the sweetness. So, time to try my... I've got to show you this, how rubbish I am. It just shows I am absolutely useless at latte art. I mean, look at that. What the heck is that? I'm a roaster, not a barista. So, gonna dive into this. Now this for me is what a great blend should be. 
Some people say you should have a different blend for espresso than you should for cappuccino. I disagree. I think if you have great ingredients and you blend them correctly and you get your, your, your percentages right, then you can have something that's good at both. And I really do think this is excellent at both. I think it has a lovely, lovely sweetness. The Magica Marker again is the very, it's the dominant coffee in this blend because you get that donutty kind of sweet sugary coming through. But then you do get the green apple bite of the limoncello even in the milk. And you think sometimes you lose that acidity in the milk because it's you know so smooth and sweet already with the milk. But it really does cut through lovely. And you know what? You can even taste some of the beautiful El Bosque that's holding the two beans together and kind of saying, you know, I'm here, I'm here to make this all good. Um, and I think that that is absolutely delicious. So I'm gonna give myself a really big pat on the back because for me, that's what espresso blending is about. It's about bringing beans together that can work in harmony, not fight each other. And if they are gonna fight each other, you find somebody who's gonna mediate and bring them together. And that's what that El Bosque does so, so well. It really acts as the mediator between them. Love it as a blend, very, very proud of it. Would love you to try it. So I'm gonna pop a voucher up below for all those who aren't subscribed to In My Mug. Um, and that's gonna get you, uh, <laughs> A pound, damn it, for two weeks uh, off that, even though it's our biggest seller. We have had to raise the cost of the espresso blend, um, and that's because of the ingredients that we're using. We are using some very high-end coffees here. Um, but I think that little kind of bit extra is going to be worthwhile in the long run, and I think hopefully you're all going to really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, that's that one. This week I'm not going to do a Gary Vaynerchuk book for the comments on the blog. Uh, on the In My Mug blog. I may, I may not, but I'm probably not. <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to leave a review for this espresso and I'll just randomly pick one out today if you've tried this espresso. Um, if you are from outside of the UK and you really want to compete, if you put your comment below in the In My Mug one, I might end up feeling sorry if you and end up doing one from here as well. But if nobody's no takers on that one, then I'm, I'll just do it on the, uh, the reviews for this one. Um, what else do I need to tell you? Um, Hasblog. Hasblog.co.uk. Link. <laughs> this has just had a major, major redesign. Something I'm really proud of. Thank you to Lawrence for all your hard work with that. He's been working with us very closely to get this blog launched. Uh, it's been a long journey, uh, but I, I think it's been worthwhile. I really love the new layout, and I would love to receive your feedback on that. So please leave some feedback on that, either via email to me or on the forum where there's, um, the, there's a post about the, the new blog on there. And uh, so far, everybody seems to like it very much, but uh, I'm enjoying it too. Listen, I'm going to wrap up there because um, my foot's starting to hurt from standing on it for so long with the big elephant foot and the insect bite thing. So, um, thank you very much for joining me as always. And just remember, guys, life's too short for bad coffee.